Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Happy Thanksgiving from Clay Travis, Buck Sexton, and everyone here at the EIB Network. You're listening to the best of Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Welcome to the Clay and everybody. Great day for America. We're an hour two here. We're bringing you the latest on what's going on with all these elections last night. The quick takeaway, as you know, Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, a huge win over Terry McAuliffe, slimy Terry. Uh, he was defeated, gave his concession speech this morning. Big, big shockwave going through the Democrat Party right now. You also have a fantastic new lieutenant governor, Winsome Sears, a Marine uh, and a Marine veteran and a woman who I think you're going to be hearing a lot more about in Republican politics. A tight race that got a little less tight. Clay and I were just talking about this before in New Jersey, where Phil Murphy, the Democrat, is up on Jack Citarelli by about 15,000 votes. They just had kind of a vote dump that had come in and the uh, live trackers here updating where all this stands. So it's 49.94% of the vote for Murphy. Citarelli, 49.32%. A reminder, everybody, your vote does in fact matter. And another conversation I'm sure we're going to be having a lot more going into the midterms, which is that even a little bit of fraud, even a little bit of counting of votes that should not legally be counted, even if cast in error, can change an election, and one election in one state can change the trajectory 
of Congress, of the uh, presidency of the country. So something to keep in mind. But what exactly happened last night? What is the what is the takeaway for Republicans? There is, I think, a template here for national level political victory based upon bringing politics down to the most fundamental local level. What's being taught in your schools, parents and their children, supporting families, giving them choice, getting them involved. My man, Clay Travis, went to one of these meetings himself out in Williamson County, Tennessee. So that's what the Republicans take from it. The Democrats, on the other hand, they're going back and forth. Is this just racism? Should we pretend that's what did we not go hard left enough on all this stuff? Here's an example, Clay. I was watching MSNBC last night because that's the best thing to do when Republicans have a great night. It's so entertaining to watch it. Here's Joy Reid. You know how this is going to go. Basically saying that, you know, why did Democrats lose last night in Virginia? Racist parents. Exit polls showed that, that, which was interesting, that the coronavirus or that the virus was a very non-importance to many voters there. It was education, which is code for... White parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And I mean, unfortunately, race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit. It used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when they were Dixiecrats, and now of the Republican Party. It just is powerful. Oh, Dixie brings in the Dixiecrats there. Uh, Clay, it's, it's racist parents. That's what, that's what MSNBC wants their audience to take from this. Okay, keep going I, with I that. I hope, let me just tell you this, continue to roll with that theme. I hope that every Democrat takes as a lesson from what happened in Virginia and what nearly happened in New Jersey and what happened in Seattle and what happened in Minnesota and what happened in so many different jurisdictions all over this country. I hope the lesson they take is we need to call white parents racist more. I hope that's the lesson they take because... They are so fundamentally out of touch with what's going on. First of all, Joy Reid, I think it's fair to say, is an imbecile. All right? Like, she is not a smart woman. She is uh, attempting to take over the Rachel Maddow seat, right? Rachel Maddow is going to ride off into the sunset at some point, I believe, in the summer of 22 and not do a nightly show anymore. And whether you like or dislike Rachel Maddow, she's really smart. Rhodes Scholar, uh, I don't agree with virtually anything that she says from a political perspective but she has the ability to make unique and interesting arguments that at least can be somewhat tacitly connected to reality if you are joy reed and your takeaway from this is racism is the reason why these results happen you have to directly overlook the fact that the same people first of all that you're saying are racist now a lot of them voted for joe biden in 2020 a lot of these women they switched, right? And Barack Obama twice, by the and way. And Barack Obama twice. So you are saying that these people who were willing to vote for a black man for president and supported Barack Obama, uh, sorry, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for the presidency a year ago suddenly became super racist in uh, this last year. That's a tough argument to make. It also requires that you overlook that these same racist white people were voting for a black woman for lieutenant governor and a Hispanic man for the attorney general's office, and that they voted in nearly direct concert percentage-wise with Glenn Youngkin, who happens to be a white guy. The reality is people vote not based on the color of the skin of the person who is running, 
by and large, certainly in the Republican Party, but based on whether politicians are speaking about issues that they care about the most. And right now, and I told you this back in August, Buck, I called you from the parking lot and I said, this is going to be big. This mom revolution is real. These are highly educated, highly educated, highly informed voters who are fed up with mask mandates, who don't appreciate the idea that your race is your destiny in America. And by the way, there's a big difference between teaching about the Civil War and slavery and teaching 160 years later that the only thing that determines your success and failure in this country is whether or not you're white, black, Asian, or Hispanic, and that somehow race is destiny. That's what parents, by the way, of all persuasions, reject and that's what we're seeing, and I think it's only going to grow right. between now and 2022. There's a, there's a fundamental dishonesty in all of this right now, um, and that is that it's that they act like it's the same thing to teach the history, for example, of Jim Crow and segregation in this country. That's the same thing as telling nine-year-olds that they need to separate themselves in a classroom by race and admit their white privilege or lack thereof and either take on oppressor or oppressed status and buy into this racial Marxism of intersectionality. I mean, this is political indoctrination because these are these are ideas that I would openly say I reject. You reject. People listening to this reject. And the suburban moms who came out and that we're not just saying this as a, as a kind of clever line. It it's really was a lot of suburban women, oftentimes mothers who came out in massive numbers for Glenn Youngkin, and that was the change. It turns out they didn't like being told lies, one, by the Democrat apparatus around education. They didn't appreciate that. And they also didn't like then being told, yeah, fine, maybe we lied to you about CRT, but your objection to the CRT that we said didn't exist in schools last month or last week is actually proof of your racism. This is too far this went beyond what was going to be acceptable for those moms and i will tell you even van van jones he's a, a he's a leftist he's a man of the left he will cross over sometimes with conservatives on certain issues criminal justice reform for example i'll just say he occasionally decides to veer off of the leftist script but he's a man of the left he understands i think at some level what happened last night in a way that he knows the democrats to main, pa- maintain power need to hear here he is talking about it you got a lot of parents who just spent a year homeschooling their kids and were forced to do so. To tell those people, look, we don't care what you think about education, that is a big insult. And I think you're going to see that a bunch of moms said, we don't like that attitude, and they rose up. Now, I think what you're going to see now, Republicans try to demagogue this issue around parental rights uh, going forward. I think you have a playbook here. But look, uh, Terry McAuliffe, I think he would have been a great governor. I hope he gets a chance to be a governor. Uh, but I don't think he ran a great campaign. Okay, a couple for the the latter part of it, a little bit of you know, the usual trying to make the Democrat audience happy. The beginning though, I hope they don't listen to him. I hope they listen to Joy Reid. As in, it wasn't that parents were insulted; it's that the parents are racist for thinking they were insulted. Yeah, and and Buck, I also saw Van Jones, which I thought was an interesting point, and I do think everybody can be guilty of this if you're not careful. He also on CNN, because I was flipping around while watching the Braves win their first World Series since 1995, which was amazing. I was flipping around, and Van Jones made, I think, a fairly astute point uh, as well by saying a lot of Democrats have no clue what the real world is like. Mm -hmm. They like to claim, right? They like to claim that they're the party of minorities and they're the party of immigrants and all these things. 
But the reality is, I'm not sure there's ever been a more elite party. And by elite, I mean people who make a lot of money, people who live on the coast, people who have no real sense for what's going on in the middle part of the country. And the Democratic Party has moved so rapidly from a union-focused blue-collar base that now has been taken over to a large extent by the Republicans, and there is an elitist post-grad mentality to everything that Democrats say. They need to believe, Democrats, even though it's often not the case, that they are the smartest people in the room. And I think that's why the let's, uh, let's go Brandon insult is so frustrating to them because they're not used to getting made fun of. They're used to being able to make fun of everybody else. The deplorables. Oh, look at those stupid idiot Trump voters. Oh, look at all those stupid rednecks who care about whether monuments are getting torn down. Oh, look at all those people who don't agree with vaccine mandates. Oh, they won't wear masks. There's a level of sneering, condescension, that exists in the Democratic Party, Buck, that I'm not sure has ever existed in my lifetime in either party in the way that they look at a large percentage of the American population. And I don't think they're aware that the other side looks back. Republicans understand what Democrats are alike a lot more than I think Democrats understand what Republicans are like. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. And and as as this election played out, we brought this up on the air. Terry McAuliffe is a guy who pretends that he's so invested and cares so much about the public school system. And yet Terry McAuliffe, who is a rich white millionaire, just to put that out there for everybody, not quite as rich as Glenn Youngkin, but a rich white millionaire, makes the very clear choice to send his children to the $40,000 a year in tuition Potomac school, which is the most elite institution that and maybe Sidwell friends in the D.C. area. Those are the two most elite schools you could really find to send your kids to. And yet he's going around lecturing parents who don't want their kids in the public school system to be told that if they're white, they are oppressors and need to make amends and need to obey a kind of left wing ideology and and view of the world. That's just deeply disingenuous and offensive. It was actually this is the truth. The McAuliffe campaign blundered because people realized exactly what you say about sneering and condescension. There was something offensive about the way the Democrats were, were dismissive of this movement, dismissive of people who want to be more involved in their children's lives. It came out. It was ugly and they paid the price for it. Buck, there are lots of people out there that don't have the luxury to be able to pick their kids school. And I don't mean from a private school perspective. I mean, you can only afford to live in this school district and you're busting your ass to try to be able to move to the other side of the street, so to speak, so that your kid can get in that better school district. And I think Democrats have totally lost connection. I think it's a really open place for Republicans. School choice matters. Being able to be involved in your child's education is an incredible luxury that super rich people have that a lot of people in America don't have. You have to put your kid in the school where you happen to live in an apartment or a condo or, uh, or, or a house, and you may not be in the best school district. And being told that you can't have the same ability to have an influence on your kid's school that a rich person like Terry McAuliffe, who, as you rightly point out, puts, I think he has five kids, put all five of them in a $40,000 a year. I think four went to uh, that one and then another one to a different, very expensive private school. But yeah, 
But it's a luxury, right? I'm fortunate now if I decide I've got my kids in public school, two of them, but I can go look at private schools and make a choice if I decide at some point I can afford to do that. That's a luxury I didn't have for most of my life. And that's a luxury that, frankly, most people in America don't have. And Democrats sneering about not be about about those people not deserving a right to speak out for their their kids. It's got the mama bears fired up, and it set off the woman revolution, the mom revolution. There is an overarching reality of the Democrat Party that I think in the era of COVID is more clear than it has ever been before, and that is the elites of the Democrat Party are absolutely maniacally insistent upon telling everybody else what to do and maintaining the right themselves to not do the things they're telling everybody else to do. And that has started to really annoy people beyond there's another word i want to use but annoy people beyond uh where they can actually continue to in good faith in good conscience vote for these democrat clowns we'll we'll come back to this with also we got more updates uh in real time here on uh virginia on uh, new New jersey rather virginia's done virginia's good virginia's victory dance time don't worry we're not we're not celebrating early we'll talk about new jersey there may be some shifts there the team of the tunnel to tower, the team at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation pays as much attention to the families of the 9/11 first responders and our soldiers fighting the war on terrorism as any organization. Their goal is to make sure we always remember the heroic, selfless acts of these men and women for as long as we live. They do that in any number of ways, including a special event next week on November 11th, Veterans Day. On a day-to-day basis, your donations to Tunnel to Towers Foundation provides mortgage-free homes to the soldiers and families severely affected from the dangerous events they've encountered while defending our freedom. Clay, this year alone, in 2021, they will provide those heroes and their families 200 mortgage-free homes. That's not new this year either, as Tunnel to Towers has been doing it for years now, and they have no plans to stop. Providing a family with the security of a home is paramount. There are so many heroes and so many families who need your help. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best. 
and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Love everything about the frailing, uh, the flailing uncertainty that is going on as Democrats try to come to grips with the ass kicking that they took in Virginia last night and also the walloping that they took all over the country to fund the police goes down in Minneapolis. Republican elected in the city of Seattle for the first time since 1989 to be involved as a city attorney. You've got all different left-wing, woke universe activists taking it absolutely on the chin. And it feels, at least so far, like Democrats are going to double down on a failed strategy that put them in this place to begin with. The woke revolution is going to devour its own. And this is pretty wild, but Joy Reid now is trying to argue on MSNBC that Republicans who voted for Glenn Youngkin and a black woman for lieutenant general, uh, lieutenant governor, and a uh, Hispanic man for the attorney general, that they are dangerous insurrectionists. This is what she said in reaction to the results coming out. You know what, for Democrats to really fight that, they would have to be willing to say what you have said on your show. I think we've all said a version of it. You have to be willing to vocalize that these Republicans are dangerous, that this isn't a party that's just another political party that disagrees with us on tax policy, that at this point, they're dangerous. They're dangerous to our national security because stoking that kind of soft white nationalism eventually leads to the hardcore stuff. It leads to the January 6th stuff because if people are tolerant of it in your party, they're tolerant of the soft racism, Mm. it's a really short trip to get to the January 6th insurrectionist place. I mean, they don't, if, you, if you're a parent who doesn't want your eight-year-old learning white fragility, Clay, you're an insurrectionist terrorist who should probably be locked up in solitary confinement indefinitely. I'm glad. Joy Reid's message for the Democrat Party, I hope they all take this on board. It'll be a great midterm. I, I am usually an ass-kicking is crystallizing because I always think about it in the sports context. If your team gets wrecked and you ran the game plan that you wanted to run, Maybe a sign that your game plan wasn't right. Democrats got wrecked last night, and their theory is we got to stick with the same game plan, just run it harder. Please do that. 
In the meantime, Relief Factor has helped so many members of this audience with pain relief. They have gotten 100% drug-free product. Goes after joint pain, knee, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain. Made by doctors based on scientific research, Relief Factor helps your body reduce pain and inflammation associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living. Relief Factor goes right to the source of inflammation. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it, and 70% of them go on to order more. You can join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF-1995. Three-week quick start developed for you, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor, feel the difference. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We will be taking some calls uh, later this hour and later next hour. If you want to check in with us, tell us what you think about Virginia, the woke agenda. Are you going to show up at school board meetings knowing that this could have a real impact on, well, for, of course, your children's education, but also on local politics? And that starts, all starts from the ground up, friends. 800-282-2882. We are not losing sight, of course, while these big, uh, big numbers come in about the elections last night and a great night for the Republican Party. And congrats to Glenn Youngkin and, and others who had a fantastic showing. We're not losing sight of another story that is really just becoming indefensible for Democrats, and that is the wide-open southern border. We're talking right now about schools, but immigration, illegal immigration, is a place where Democrats will be very vulnerable in the midterm elections. We all know it. We've got our friend Congressman Andy Biggs with us now to talk about that and more. He's uh, from Arizona, of course. Congressman, thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate First, it. I, I want to get you with updates on the border, the 450,000 per family uh, base or per individual within a family that's separated at the border under Trump, all those big immigration stories. But we do have to just have you tell us, you know, your, your biggest takeaway from last night. And also, where does it where does it actually impact with and affect how the Congress is going to go from here on out into the midterms? Well, it was uh, I thought it was a pretty big of bellwether election to be honest with you i think so it tells us directionally i think as as important as youngkin was the down ballot in uh, virginia was also important because uh, you know it changed the governing uh, structure in virginia but also i was intrigued and, and and haven't heard the outcome fully of the new jersey election i think i think we were looking at i think that's some like 12 to 20 percent in favor of murphy but but uh, it's so much closer than that, at least right now, anyway, as far as I know. So the, the real question is, what will Democrats do? And in my opinion, they're going to double down. They're not going to take a lesson and say, maybe we should de-ratify it, if that's a word. But, you know, uh, be radicalized. Yeah, de-radicalize. Yeah, yeah de-radicalize. There we go. Uh, they, they want to be less radical. Um, and I don't think that they that they do. And I, and I think that very strongly in the impressions I'm getting from this morning's hearings I've been at and talking around they're they're dug in there and they're going to double down you uh thanks for coming on with us representative Biggs you've known Kirsten Cinema for a while I would imagine she is uh one of the major I, I would say uh the voices of sanity at least to some extent in the Democratic Party right now what do you think her reaction is going to be, if at all, to this election? And what sort of expectations do you have for her as it comes to her response to Joe Biden's budget plan? I would suspect that you're going to have um, Kirsten and Joe Manchin are going to 
basically uh, they're, they're, they're in a stronger position today than they were uh, 48 hours ago. Um, and they're going to say, look, you know, we're, we're willing to give you give you something on that infrastructure package, but we're not going to go for that budget reconciliation package, that spending package. I, I That's what I think is going to happen. Um, and based on what I'm hearing from the progressives over in the House, they're they're dug in on we still have they still have to get that massive spending reconciliation package in order to support the transportation infrastructure package um and nobody wants the republicans alternatives because they're much uh, uh they're all paid for and they're you know they don't have the goofy policies attached to them i think kirsten and, and Manchin kind of hang on because they're they're put in a stronger position today than they were earlier we're speaking to congressman andy biggs of arizona congressman biggs you are a uh, a representative from a major border state, and we all know the southern border because people on the show are here to talk about it day in and day out. Southern border is the most open it has been in at least 30 years, uh, maybe all time, and this seems to be increasingly by design. In fact, we just have uh, breaking today the following. This is from CBS. The Biden administration revoked Trump-era rules that allowed U.S. authorities to limit the number of asylum seekers who can be processed at official border crossings. Through a memo, Troy Miller, the interim head of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, rescinded several guidelines during the Trump administration that uphold the, uh, upheld the so-called metering practice at land ports of entry, restricting the number of migrants who could legally ask for humanitarian protection. How is this not just... We're going to we're opening the floodgates even more. They're already open, but we're just going to make sure that the doors squeak even louder and even wider open. Yeah, well, it, it's open already. It's almost impossible to open it anymore. But what they're doing with that with that processing, this the, the repealing of the Trump era metering, et cetera, they are effectuating de facto amnesty. That's what they're doing. Um, so they're they're pouring literally hundreds of thousands of people here into this country illegally they're not they're not going to have them back in our court system in the immigration court system they're basically going to turn them loose into the country we're going to transport them wherever they want to go um, you're seeing it up in New York you've got the school issues that you've got there other places around the country have school issues they've got work issues they've got drug issues they've got all the issues attenuated uh, uh, that are um, attached to um, illegal uh, migration, and so that's really what's happening. Is is um, they're going to actually uh, provide additional uh, amnesty provisions? This is something: the border failure, inflation, uh, CRT in schools. All of this is leading to a mass migration. It appears, in particular, of suburban women into the Republican camp. Do you think that Nancy Pelosi, for instance, is going to see these results in 2021 and contemplate retirement even more seriously than before? You're in Congress. You also interact with senators. What kind of message do you think the 2021 results are sending in terms of who even runs for the Democratic Party in 2022 and what is already always going to be a difficult midterm challenge? But we're talking about potentially a 1994 level red wave that right now looks like it could sweep over the Democratic Party across the entire nation. Yeah, I, I think that Nancy Pelosi will will probably retire. I'd be surprised if she didn't. But I also think she's going to be joined by a lot of long-term uh, left, left-wing Democrats in, in, uh, in our body as well. I, I think that you're going to see more retirements because uh, not only do you have 
this what we saw last night in the elections, but but also you've got the redistricting and all the dynamics of redistricting, and I think that's going to push some of them out as well. And then the fact is, and you guys are exactly right, when you start talking about suburban women um, and you speak generically, uh, they didn't like the, the tone, perhaps, of, of President Trump. But one thing that they know is, they, they're certain of now, is they don't like the inflation, they don't like the high crime, and they don't like the, the unsafe borders um, of 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 the Biden policy. And, and so they have to make an, an, a judgment whether they support the policies that Trump put in that gave them safety, gave them a st- stable economy, and um, basically allowed them to live their lives the way they wanted to live them. Um, they didn't have to worry about the CRT stuff in schools. You get, they get that choice. And I think it's a, it's, a, it's a choice where they can say, well, we won't have Trump at least for a couple more years, um, no matter what. So I, I think they look at it that way. My own opinion is that Trump helped, helped Youngkin sub- substantially win in Virginia. But, I mean, we're talking policies here that appeal to suburban women, and that's, that's, that's the limited focus that I give you that answer. Congressman Andy Biggs, Biggs, appreciate it, sir. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks, if man. we've learned, thanks, man. If we've learned anything since 2020, it's that there's nothing quite as important as a powerful immune system. Over 20 years ago, Dr. Dennis Black of Texas invented Texas Superfood. Texas Superfood is the original superfood. We met Dr. Black years ago, and he taught us that with 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables, plus probiotic and digestive enzymes, you can build your body's defense from the inside out. We learned from Dr. Black, your immune system's job is to detect, deflect, and destroy bacteria you come in contact with, which is why Texas Superfood boosts your immune system better than anything on the market. Your grandma told you to eat your fruits and veggies, but with busy schedules and fast food out there, let's be honest, a lot of us don't do that. That's why you need Texas Superfood. It is the safety net for the American diet. Buck, how can people take advantage of this? So easy. Start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day. And you really need to do this because if you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and veggies, Texas Superfood was made for you. Just go to this website, texassuperfood.com slash buck. That's Texas Superfood. Dot com slash buck or call this phone number eight five five Texas fifty five again boost your immune system for under two dollars a day call this number eight five five Texas fifty five why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver I just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts. You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995 G O L D
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When yes. Those, when those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> You're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The day. That's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now Gosh. we're like, oh my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. Were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage all of you to go subscribe to our podcast. You can search out Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. We certainly have been having an amazing day celebrating a big win in Virginia to help bring the country back to some level of sanity. The woke agenda taking a major punch on the chin. And one of the big winners is the Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, a black woman, former Marine veteran, who was elected statewide alongside of Glenn Youngkin last night. She said some interesting things. Republicans are called racist by Democrats, but people like Biden, well, they've actually done racist things. Cut 14. They say the Republican Party is racist, but they have done quite a bit of racist things. I have had white liberals talk down to me, talk down to me, and as if I didn't exist, simply because I'm a Republican. I mean, how dare you? Who told you you could talk to me that way because I'm not the right kind of black? Is that how this works? And then Joe Biden starts telling us when he was running for president that if you don't vote for him, you're not black enough. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Really? If Republicans had said something like that, can you imagine? We would still be talking about it today. Condescension and hypocrisy, the twin pillars of liberal vulnerability, Democrat vulnerability going into this election and many elections before it. But I think people are more aware of it now than they've been in a long time, Clay, because of the way they're setting up their narrative because the way they're treating people who really do just want 
their kids to be in good schools and learning things they should be learning and not indoctrinated with either the trans agenda or uh, wokeism and intersectionality. And I mean, I learned the term intersectionality three, four years ago. I mean, th- these are made up things that kids are now being introduced to and, and, and hit with. And it's just amazing how much they're going to call out on the same night where you have the first. Uh, the first black woman to win statewide office in Virginia. They're calling out the racist Republican Party. Of course, she is a Republican. It, it, this is this is they don't even care. The facts don't matter. And she points out it's like they act like if you're Republican and you're black, somehow that doesn't that doesn't get get counted the same way. Well, and think about the state of Virginia has a governor scandal because he was in blackface and the attorney general was in blackface. So, look, I'm not claiming that uh, everybody needs to be canceled for every stupid thing they've ever done throughout history. But that's kind of significant when you're calling the party that just elected the first statewide black woman in the history of your state to office. When you're calling that party racist and you have the skeletons in your closet currently sitting in the same offices, that's kind of a big deal, I would think, to be able to point to those and say... You're not exactly operating with clean hands here. And it just goes to the overwhelming hypocrisy that is at play. And that's why I think the Republicans have a better story to sell to white, black, Asian, and Hispanic people. We also, and I think that's what we're starting to see because minority support is growing for Republican candidates. We've been asking for you to weigh in here, folks, and appreciate those of you who have called in. We'll get to some right now. We got right here next to me in Queens, New York, Sean. What's up, Sean? What's up, Buck? What's going on, Clay? Uh, my opinion on Eric Adams getting elected, I think New York City made a huge mistake. This guy is a founder of NAN. We all know what NAN is, one of the biggest cop-hating organizations there is. Every person that was uh, racing against him were anti-cop. They all backed him. They're all going to be in his administration. And the biggest thing of all is, he wants vaccine mandates for our kids. He said it. I know. Look, I, we, we, Buck and I agree that we would not want him to be the mayor if we were picking the mayor. Right. But he's better than De Blasio. Right. I mean, probably, this is the thing. Right? I mean, like it's, it's relatively speaking. Sean, let me let me put this back to you. I mean, would you of the Dem? Look, I would have loved it if Curtis Slewa won. I think he got twenty percent of the vote in New York City. It's a huge, huge hurdle for any Republican to win here. Right? A real Republican. I mean, obviously, uh, Bloomberg was a make believe Republican. Um, Sean, I mean, is is Eric Adams? The best of the worst of the Democrats, so to speak. You know what I mean? I mean, was was there a better option among the other possibilities? No, the only option okay. is Curtis Wheeler. Right. Well, yeah. exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, look, I'm, Sean. Everything you're. I mean, everything you're saying about the concerns you have, and I, look, I feel him here too for New York because I think that he might be. To Clay's point, De Blasio is the worst mayor in America. So I think that Eric Adams may be a little better than that. But Sean, thanks for calling him from Queens. I, I, that that's not saying very much. It's in fact saying very little. But I am hopeful because i live here and i want to see this place safer i want to see less people You're, assaulted less people shot more people feeling they can walk around and not be uh you know be attacked with a hammer in broad daylight for no apparent reason or pushed on a subway platform i'm i'm anti all those things your your hope is just that he's better than the worst mayor the city's ever had and maybe the worst mayor in the entire country yes that yes. is my hope and I think and we that can seems get like there. a reasonable level of hope. We're not setting this, the, the yeah. standard no, here let's incredibly be clear. high. In no way am I saying, oh, my gosh, Eric Adams is going to be a great mayor for New York. It's yes. going to be fantastic. I'm saying I hope he's a little better than the last guy who was. He can't be absolutely worse. Terrible. Uh, Iris in Naples, Florida. What's up? What's up, Iris? Hey, 
Well, hi, Buck. Hi, Clay. Hey. This is such an honor to be uh, talking with you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Uh, Certainly. We are so, so very, very excited about the results, obviously. Uh, we are uh, Jews. We are conservative Jews. Uh, we were part of the Jewish Republican Coalition, voted for Trump twice. We are outraged and have been outraged for the last um, handful of years that, as you well know, most of our friends and our family uh, votes Democrat. My question to you, and Buck, we love you. We we listened to you for years. And Clay, we're getting to love you now. So <laughs> I appreciate you. You have good you taste. Will. Yes. Great. Here's my question. Because of the insanity and because of the disgusting mode of living in this country at this moment, and soon that will change, what do you two think about the majority of Jews now who hopefully will have been uh, struck negatively enough to finally understand and realize that a Republican is obviously the way to go. I, I would love that, Iris. Thank you for calling in. I would think that's fantastic. And I, I mean, I do believe that really, look, a majority of Jewish Americans should be voting Republican. Yes. That's a huge majority, in my opinion, for a lot of reasons. One of them being that if you want to know where anti-Semitism really resides in American politics today, it's in the Democrat Party, folks. It is it is the AOC wing of the Democratic Party that is supporting Palestine, that is regularly attacking Jewish interests, that doesn't believe that, Jewish, uh, that Israel has the right to defend itself. That's where anti-Semitism is today. If you are making a choice between the left wing of the Democratic Party or the reasonable wing of the Republicans... It's not a hard choice. You should be voting Republican, no doubt, if you're pro-Israel. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.